Welcome to Sporadic Phantoms. My name is Robin. And I'm Stevie. They know who we are. And normally, we might say something like, well, we just won't let them find us. But it's too late for that. They found us. In our last episode, it was tense in the studio as we tried to process everything from the Share the Truth recordings. Do we not trust each other anymore? I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. But we still had to do something. So I thought a way to get more info, but not get too close to the full members, was to put a recorder in Nicole's purse before she went to the sharing. If you're not going inside her house, how can you get it in her purse? Maybe I can get Maddie to do it. Would she do it? I'll just tell her I borrowed it from Nicole. She might question a flash drive, but I don't think she would question something like that. Before we could carry out that plan, though, we had to finally address how deep Kyle's connection with Elizabeth had really gotten. If you really want to know, yeah, I told Elizabeth about the investigation, so crucify me. We were left with no other choice. You're too close with Elizabeth for us to continue. What are you saying? I'm saying that we think you should go. We have to carry on without Kyle. Robin and I carried out the plan and Nicole had the recorder in her bag all day while she was at the sharing. When I retrieved the recorder, it seemed that Nicole was trying to warn me about Elizabeth and that the sharing was wary about speaking about her with us. Stevie. Yeah? You have no idea what she's doing, but we don't know if we can tell you yet. When we listened to what the recorder had picked up throughout the day, we found out it had recorded a conversation between Nicole and Hedrick. They're influenced by her. They don't even know how dangerously close to her they actually may be. That's what I'm afraid of. We don't know if they're safe to talk to yet. We can only hope they soon come to their senses and realize our true intentions, and that we mean them no harm. It showed why they were hesitant to say anything to us, but... Now with Kyle out of the investigation, maybe we could actually meet with them. There's a lot to explain, but we can't do it over the phone like this. So we could come over? No. Let me talk to Hedrick. He'll want to be there. And all of us, to make sure we're safe. We'll be up front with you if you're up front with us. We'll get back to you. Sure, they could lie, but we could at least get some sense of what they want from us. And maybe we'll hear their side of the story. A few days later, we got a text from Nicole. Hedrick wants you to meet with us on SAT at 3 p.m. No emails or phone calls. Not at the sharing. It's not secure. Meet us at his office at the middle school instead safe location. There will be other school staff there that day. We'll do an extra security sweep. No recording. Extending an olive branch and open dialogue towards understanding. How do you feel about that? Not at the sharing. Interesting. But still, do we leave it up to them to choose the location? Do we tell them to come here or the co-working place? No. We meet them at the beach. The beach? It's better. It's out in the open. It's public. But what about the no recording? They might pat us down. We use the new recorder. And they can't really believe that we wouldn't record it. 
I'll text her back then. Wait, it has to be later that day, too. Why? I have something else to do that day. Okay. Let's see if they can do later. I'll text her. And I can pick you up if you want. No need. I'm already going to be at the beach. Oh, so that's your big obligation. It's important. More important than this? Don't tell me you're going with someone. It's a be you now thing. What? No way they would meet us there then. Elizabeth won't be there. It's not a session. It's just a social gathering. But it's still important. She just said, that works. Really? Okay. So, we're going to meet with them. Can you imagine Kyle ever being cool with this? No, I don't think I can. Oh, and you also might as well record the Be You Now people. It's kind of a private gathering. Huh? You suddenly care? Not suddenly. Why would I have anything against the other Be You Now participants? This isn't new. We sometimes meet up outside of the sharing to decompress after being around Elizabeth so much. I guess you never mentioned it. If it would make you feel better, then I can record and only share non-personal information. Only things that could be relevant. We might be able to use uncensored Be You Now testimonials. So do that and I'll meet you at the beach after they leave. Then we meet with Hedrick and the others and see what happens. I'm sure there are other programs like Be You Now in the world. It's not 100% unique. Still, I don't think most people understand how hard it is to be pushed to emotional extremes every week, sometimes more frequently. I'm doing my best to keep up my guard. But I also see the other participants do this over and over again, every session. If I had to go through all that on my own, well, there's no way I would make it. So, no, I don't really talk about it. But we've formed a kind of support system, and we meet outside the sessions almost every week, with no Elizabeth, no full members, no community center. So we had been planning this beach day since the last session. And I had thought, up until now, it would also be an opportunity to get the investigation off my mind, even if just for a few hours. But no, I guess I just can't escape it. So I would have to try not to think too much about what was going to happen directly afterwards. lot of us there. About 15 people in total. They had a picnic spread out. This was a potluck. I didn't have time to make anything. 
Robin, we know you're just here for the snacks. <laughs> no, I'm not. But Robin, we have potato salad. <laughs> I've realized that many of them agree with me about Elizabeth. Yet, they remain. And I've realized how much BU now means to them. Everyone believes that the work we do is necessary to gain true self-knowledge. But I'm, I'm sure that they also stay in great part because we've, well, they've bonded over this whole experience. And of course, I'm not into BU now, but what I've seen, what I've heard, and what I've come to know about these people, one can't remain totally stoic to that. Listen, we all want to be there. Sometimes you just gotta deal with the tough love. Tough love? You think it's that? She knows what she's doing. She knows what motivates people. Hmm. Sometimes I wonder if we put up with too much. Nah, I mean... Yeah. BYN is no joke. Other people at the sharing have no clue what we're actually doing. But I wouldn't expect anything less from it. You ever just stop what you're doing and, like, start laughing uncontrollably? Because you're like, am I in real life right now? Am I really doing this? Oh my god, yes. And do you ever find yourself standing next to a person on the bus and you're like, oh my god, that person is so closed off? Yes, oh my god. And you're like, if only you knew what I knew. Sure, yeah, totally. Sometimes I, I feel too open. Being open is being human, but you have to learn to be flexible. You can't stay stuck like that. Every single one of us should be more open by default. I know what Robin's saying, though. Y'all have to admit, Elizabeth is like a psychic vampire. Right? I'm serious. She has a way with energy. She's a master, no doubt about that. I think she can see energy. And drain it. Exactly. I don't appreciate you all bullying her. Bullying? I think she can take it. She's not even here. Hey, pass me the chips. Doesn't matter. It's disrespectful. And I totally disagree. We're all lucky to be working with her. She's Altman's direct protege. So, after BYN is over for you, you'd still want to work with her? Absolutely. 100%. If I could be her assistant, I would jump at the opportunity. Oh, I'm not saying I would. I'm, I'm not sure. Robin, you've been pretty quiet. What do you think? Wouldn't you? Well... Robin's so unsuspecting. She's so quiet in public and so quiet in these first sessions. But now in the session, she's like... Bam. Who knew you were hiding that? I don't have any aspirations about working with her again. I was just curious about her program. <laughs> <laughs> just curious? Robin, you can't tell me you're doing BYN casually. I'm not. Yeah, we know. I don't see how anyone can do it casually when she's giving us so many extra assignments. Wait, what? Her homework. What homework? What? She... She doesn't give you extra assignments? No. No one ever told me about that. In the evening sometimes, she has me come in and 
You too, Alana. Yeah. Jason? Yeah, she had me come in. But not you, Kim? This is all news to me. How many of us actually get the assignments? I don't think too many. Huh. I assumed it was everyone. I thought it was just me. No, I know Shannon does, and Harold did too, but he just accepted full membership. That's all I know who does it. Can I ask, uh, do you ever go to the basement to do the assignments? Basement? Of where? Of the sharing. Why would she need us to do them there? I thought, well, I thought sometimes the yoga room gets booked for Zumba and other stuff. Or because she wants to hide what you guys are doing. What, hide her writing assignments? I just meet her in the yoga room. Or meditate in her office. Do you, do you think Shannon or Harold met in the basement ever? Never said anything like that. I didn't hear that. So, have any of you ever been to the basement? Has any of the rest of the group? No. No? I don't think so. Really? Why? Is it a big deal? No. Where did you hear that? I think just around. I forget exactly where. Oh. Well. Anyways. (sighs) Oh my god, it feels... So good to just breathe and like feel the sun. Mm. Sometimes view now is so suffocating. I've never cried so much before. I feel like the life is is being sucked out of me. Alana, are you okay? Do you think maybe you should? Quit you now if you feel that way? Robin? I've never been so happy in my life. Robin, I'm noticing that you're worried. You know we're here for you too, right? I know. Listen, we can get through this together. We have each other. This is family. This is sacred. I know. I think the only way I can get through this is because you guys are there for me. And, Alana, you know we're here if you're struggling. You can tell us anything. Yeah, I know, it's it's just been so hard to keep going. Stop. I realized that I had made a mistake recording Jess for our episode three. What we got on that recording of Be You Now was extremely valuable to the investigation. But... It was also irresponsible of me to, one, leave my phone in the room, and two, record and air Jess's vulnerable admissions without her consent. Her parents could have listened to that and then what? And now, since anyone from the sharing could be listening to us, I definitely can't violate the bounds of our meetups by airing the parts of these conversations that get really personal. Hopefully, you can all understand. And yeah, they aren't saying the most positive things about Elizabeth, but honestly, I'm certain she's well aware of what we think of her. But, to paraphrase without going into exact details, just know that Alana spoke of feeling fragile, feeling resistant, and of resenting Elizabeth, 
and the others encouraged her to stick with Be You Now. Alana responded, Don't worry, I'm seeing this through to the end. It was getting a little darker. The heat was finally dying down. And in fact, it was starting to get a little chilly. Everyone else had packed up their picnic stuff and left. So I sat in the sand, alone for a while, looking out at the ocean. A million scenarios were running through my head. I rehearsed what I could say to the full members. But there was no way I could predict how things would go. At least there were still some people on the beach and the boardwalk, and we would still be out in the open, visible. There should have been nothing to worry about. But even after lying around on the beach, listening to the waves, feeling the breeze, trying to relax, my chest was starting to feel tight again. Then Stevie texted me. About a minute later, I saw her walk down the path from the parking lot and onto the beach. Hey. Hey. Are you ready for this? Where's Hedrick? Do they know where to meet us exactly? Wait. He's over there. Hedrick was slowly making his way towards us across the sand. He was very much not dressed for the beach, and he looked a little out of place. Well, he looked like a vice principal. Stevie! Robin! I was looking for you. We're over on the other side of the beach. Can you all come here? That's easy for us to just go over there. It's not too far. Follow me. Hedrick led us for a few minutes along the beach, walking near the edge of the water in the opposite direction of the boardwalk. Where the other full members were, I couldn't say. I shouldn't have worn sneakers in the sand if I knew we were going to do this much walking. Hedrick, where are the other full members? Almost there. They're just over the dunes. Dunes. We were well past the small groups of people who were still on the beach. Past any music playing. The sand was getting a little rougher and scraggly plants appeared more frequently. We were moving away from where people would normally congregate on the beach, but at least we could still be seen from a distance. I thought so, anyway. And then... Holy shit! Are you okay? Hedrick reached his hand into his jacket for a moment, and he looked at the sky. His head was bleeding from the gashes that the bird had raked across his forehead. Should we get you some first aid? No. Come on. Let's keep going. I could see them now. The dunes. The kind of area where you'd probably expect to find empty beer bottles, condoms, and teenagers smoking weed. Not so much a place to hold a meeting. Hedrick, understandably, wasn't happy. But the hawk was gone anyway. Looking up, 
there were just the normal seagulls that you would expect to see at the beach. Normal. That is, until two of them suddenly dove at Stevie and I. Hey! Ah! Did you bring snacks with you or something? No. Should we all just get out of this deranged bird territory? No. Forget about some birds. They were just seagulls. They didn't actually hurt us. But I had to admit that I was a little shaken up. And in the back of my mind, I thought of Kyle. Were the full members really behind the dunes? I couldn't see anything which also meant no one else on the beach could see anything behind there. I was getting a sinking feeling about this meeting. Then, from behind the dunes, I heard something. And there must have been full members there, because I saw one of them running, wide-eyed, over the dunes towards us. We have to get you out of here. We have to do this later. No, we need to do this now. You need to handle it. They're targeting the bug fighters. I think they're here for them. Why would the bandits give a fuck about them? Who? Us? Red light flashed and there was a huge explosion of sand. Some unknown cacophony was happening behind the dunes. We could barely get a word out before Hedrick turned and ran across the beach. I saw him pull something out of his jacket pocket and grip it in his hand as he glanced back at the dunes and at the sky. Let's get out of here! Ah! Stevie, what's happening? I don't fucking know. Just get to the car. We ran. The damn sand was slowing us down. But I didn't look back. I just heard the chaos behind us. We ran across the dark beach as fast as we could until we got into our cars in the parking lot and drove away. Sporadic Phantoms will resume after these messages. In a galaxy far, far away, where no man has gone before. The final frontier. The star at the end of the universe. Well, it's in the drylands, anyway. Greetings, Earthlings. Greetings, Martians. I'm Helen. If you need a pit stop after traversing the Milky Way, you've come to the right place. The most amazing space alien memorabilia shop in the galaxy. Last, Last chance, chance souvenirs. Just a quick flying saucer ride away from the infamous Zone 91. And run by a bona fide UFO abductee, me. Looking for Zone 91 merchandise? The truth is out there. Don't panic. I've got chest-burstingly good deals. Exterminate. 10% of all Zone 91 memorabilia sales benefit the Benevolent Alien Sanctuary, located in Zone 91. Stop by and support a local business. 
and if anything, enjoy the picturesque scenery of the drylands where tumbleweeds and wild horses abound. <laughs> now, you may have heard that out here in the drylands we've been having some problems with our horses. They got worms, parasites, poor things. Well, I got to thinking, I can do something to help the community. So, I got my hands on a fantastic new product. They call it Ivermectin. Ivermectin. And would you believe it? This ivy has been flying off my shelves. It single-handedly saved my shop during this dang pandemic. And now, I can't believe that little old me has her very own radio commercial. Heck, the only radio I listen to nowadays is the one the Martians put in my teeth in 1981. This horse dewormer has been such a hit that I'm proud to announce that I'm renaming my store Last, Last Chance, Chance Souvenirs, Souvenirs and, and Horse, horse Supply. <laughs> These horses must have lots of parasites because people are coming in droves to buy my ivy. But they must be coming from out of town, too. So there must be a horse parasite epidemic. Strange. A bit too strange. Helen. Helen. Should I take it from the top again? No, uh, uh, sorry, sorry to say, but those people aren't giving it to horses. <laughs> Wait, you, you say the, the people are taking it themselves? So, so they got worms too? <laughs> so the little green men have returned and they got into the food supply. They, they don't take it for the worms. Hmm, not for worms? They're eating it because they think it cures COVID. Huh? What? They think it's a, a COVID cure? Wow, isn't that something? And people call me crazy. <laughs>
nothing out of the ordinary. Or what had become the new ordinary in my life. So I was sitting there, across from Elizabeth, feeling more awkward than usual. Why was she still doing this? What could I say to her? What had even just happened at the beach? I started to write anyway. And for several minutes, she watched me write my reflection. And as I wrote, the silence between us was unbearable. So you think you can fool me with your recording pen? <laughs> you really thought I wouldn't know. Oh, you don't need to stop recording. Please. I'm not hiding anything. What are you doing? Why do you care that I come here to do writing assignments? You know that I'm only here to investigate you. Robin, you come here because that doesn't matter. What? It doesn't matter how much you think you're above BU now. It's clear your true intentions haven't mattered because it's working on you. Why haven't you acknowledged that I'm investigating you until now? I haven't needed to. Kyle told you about the investigation. Of course he told me. Why do you need my real name? I don't need it. I don't need to track you. We didn't get your name from him, though. The fact is, you're already here. Now. And BU now works. You're wrong. It's not working on me. You think it's not? I won't lie. You present a challenge for me. But I love a good challenge. And I believe in my program. Working with you has been very interesting. I've been learning a lot from you. Your program only makes people suffer and makes them join your cult. You take people. You think I'm going to hurt you? You think my goal is to make anyone do anything against their will? After all you've done in my sessions, you should know better than that. And you really think Richard Dolan is going to investigate for you? You don't know who he is. Are you worried that he'd find the truth about you? <laughs> And you wouldn't question what information he gives you? You know you can't trust him. You know you'll keep coming here. You also know they'll leave you alone as long as you're around me. Who attacked them at the beach? Hmm. I thought you would have come to some conclusion about that already. But I heard it was just some kids playing with fireworks. They didn't pick the best meeting spot, did they? So much for no hiding, I guess. I've been entirely transparent in my intentions. But you're still learning what's necessary to reveal, to confront in oneself through all our lessons. It isn't working on me. Robin, I'm noticing a wall being put up. But you've made great progress. You've allowed others to start to see the real you. That's a big accomplishment. You can't say that everything you've done in BU now has been faked. And you know that very well, though you don't mention that to your investigator friends. 
You're actually close to being ready to complete the program. I'm never going to join the sharing. Okay. Here's my assignment for you then. Prove me wrong. Keep coming to investigate me. Prove that your supposed resistance to be you now actually matters. And if you keep coming, you'll finally understand the sharing. One day, everything will just click. You'll see the big picture. Then, please, if you are so compelled, feel free to write an expose. So I'll see you next week. At least one of them finally said something. I really don't like the sound of what she was saying. But it's true, Kyle did tell her about the investigation. But she didn't get my name from him. You really believe that? She might not have been the first of them to know it. Or at least maybe Kyle wasn't the source after all. Nicole could have known already. Nicole couldn't care less about the other projects we've done together. I don't think she's even seen any of our documentaries. So if she could have seen your name in the credits or something, I'd get it. But from Share the Truth's recording of their meeting, it sounded like someone else told her. So, who? <laughs> don't look at me. Nicole gave my name to everyone too. Sorry. Robin, this is bad. How can you go to BU now after that? You know what we have to do now. Yeah. Call Dolan. Let's do it. That concludes Episode 9 of Sporadic Phantoms, The Confrontation, Part 2. Tune in next month for Episode 10. In our next episode, Richard Dolan... Wait, Stevie. What? My cohort. None of them ever went to the basement. You don't think Elizabeth pressured them to hide the fact that they did? You have to understand, these people, they don't hide from each other. At this point, I'm used to them oversharing to the point of nausea. You might be surprised by the secrets some people will keep. And the birds on the beach. Was that a coincidence? Whoa. I thought you told Kyle you weren't going to entertain his animal fantasies anymore. Should we really have told him to leave? Yes. Elizabeth made it seem like Dolan wasn't a real investigator or something, and that she knew him. You don't believe her, do you? I don't trust her. But I also don't want to call Dolan, Stevie. Tell him not to come. We changed our minds. Okay, then we need to get to the bottom of this ourselves. You and I can talk with Hedrick and find out what happened at the beach. Next episode, we play what happens. Stevie, no. We should avoid the full members if we can. They were being attacked. I don't think the full members were going to attack us. Well, we can't get caught in a mess like that again. Then what do you want to do? We can't do this. Anymore. So, you're saying... We have to stop the podcast. <laughs> we're just giving up because we're scared? We can't allow the sharing to use our platform to lie to people. We can't be bait for them. So... That's it. 
We're done? We're done. But I'm not. What do you mean? I'm taking Elizabeth up on her challenge. I'm going to continue to investigate BU now. But we need to go our separate ways, Stevie. So you're just going to fall into Elizabeth's trap just like Kyle did? You don't get it, Stevie. I can't just abandon my cohort. I can't let Elizabeth do what she wants with them. Without ever finding out the truth? After all that we've gone through together. Robin! Elizabeth was right. You're getting attached to be you now. Can't I just be human? And care about people who I've seen bear their souls? All for some desperate goal of being a better person? These are good people. Some of the best people that I've ever met. If I just leave, or have someone who I don't fully trust do my job instead, I fail them, utterly. Elizabeth is wrong. She doesn't know me. But she is right about one thing. For some reason, the other full members won't touch me as long as I'm around her. She's on the same page as them. You know she wants to take you. But she hasn't. She could have done it at any time. Why hasn't she done it already? She hasn't laid a finger on me. Let me at least help you, Robin. I have to do this on my own. You don't trust me? Stevie, I can't trust anybody but myself. So, no more podcast? No more sporadic phantoms? If you want to investigate on your own, you can. But we have to split up. And we can't let them use this platform to manipulate the truth. We owe our listeners that much. But how will anybody know what we find if we don't have a podcast? I'm about to go in deep. It may take a while. But I promise I will get back to our listeners. Somehow. So that concludes episode nine of Sporadic Phantoms, The Confrontation, part two. Tune in. Well, listeners, just keep your ears open. We can't guarantee when or how you'll hear from us. If you hear from either one of us at all. Special thanks to K.A. Applegate, Julie Becker, Austin Shadowin, Megan Griffin, Belinda Jew, Patty Lee, Alex Platt, Q Quigley, Abby Savoy, Nat Turner, and Nate Varnado. And shout out to our new Patreon subscriber, Mark Gallagher. Thanks to you, the next time I go to a Be You Now picnic, I'll be able to pick up some pretzels and hummus or something. If you'd like to support us, you can visit our Patreon, or our Redbubble merch store, Sporadic Merch, which has a whole bunch of original designs by cast and crew available on tons of different items. And if you'd like to discuss your theories about the investigation, you can tweet at us or join our Discord. All of these links are on our website, sporadicphantoms.com. Listeners, I hope you understand the decision we made, but this is it. 
I mean, it would have to take something totally, absolutely insane out of this world to bring us together again. I promise that I'll get back to you somehow once I've finished the BU Now program. I promise that everyone will know the truth. Yeah, even you.